0: Good morning everybody. Welcome to Sunday morning with the love and action. I am Ken Tuck. Hope your day is going well. Hope your morning is off to a good start. I appreciate you joining me today on the joy fm. What a blessing it is to be able to share the gospel of Jesus Christ each and every week across the airwaves, on the internet, people listening on the app. It's just a wonderful, wonderful blessing, and we shouldn't take it for granted. There are countries where you could not do this, and so I'm just so thankful for the freedoms that we have to be able to proclaim the gospel of Jesus Christ freely. You know, we have brothers and sisters around the world who go through a lot of persecution, for their faith in Jesus Christ. So we need to make sure that we are not only not taking our freedom for granted, but we should also be sure to lift up our brothers and sisters around the world who face persecution each and every day, because they don't have the freedoms that we have. But they keep proclaiming the gospel. They keep believing in Jesus Christ, not wavering in their faith. We need to keep them lifted up in prayer. And uh, let's do that as we open up today's program in prayer. Father God, we praise you. We love you. We thank you. And God, we understand that we have such tremendous blessings. And Lord, one of those is the freedom to worship you. Father, we know that many of your children, many of our brothers and sisters around this world don't have that freedom and they face persecution every day. And many face the ultimate persecution, death. So, Father, we want to lift them up first thing this morning. We want to ask that you continue to watch over them, God, and that you would continue to strengthen their faith so they won't waver when persecution comes. Father, just pray for their protection as well and pray for their safety. God, continue to work through them. Continue to bring encouragement to them today, Father. And we also pray for those who are persecuting you, Lord. We pray for their salvation, that they will come to you, Jesus, and be saved. Father, thank you for the opportunity to share your word today and ask you, Holy Spirit, to lead us, guide us, direct us. And we ask you, Father God, that we will be doers of your word. Lord, help us to be intentional on being doers of your word and not hearers only. Father, I lift up everyone listening today. You know each need, and Father, just put them in your hands and ask you to just bless them, comfort them, provide And Lord, those who are listening who are not saved, who don't have that relationship with you, Jesus, I pray this morning, today will be their day that they call on the name of the Lord, Jesus Christ, and be saved. We give you all praise, all honor, and all glory, and it's in your name, Jesus, we pray. Amen. In life, we go through a lot of ups and downs, don't we? We have mountaintop experiences where things are just going so great. Then we have those in the valley experiences where things are tough and A lot of the life, our life is spent in the middle, uh, between the valley and the mountain. And I don't know about y'all, but 2023 has been a rough year. And if yours has been good, I praise God with you. If yours hadn't been going well, well, I pray that today, this message that I'm about to share will encourage you and will just inspire you to, to trust in God even more. Because what I'm going to share today is what I shared last week at my mother's Celebration of Life service. She passed away on January 26, uh, actually, uh, in, in, uh, in my arms, and her final breaths were at a, a hospital, and my sister and I were there with her, and my brother on the telephone got to talk to her. You know, they say your hearing is the last thing that goes, and so I know that she heard our voices and heard my brother's voice as well before she went to heaven, and there's no doubt that's where she's at. You know, I've had the awesome blessing of walking with my father and now my mother, walking them up to heaven's door and handing them over to Jesus and letting him take them home. And I wouldn't trade that for anything. And today, I want to share this message that I shared at my mother's celebration of life service. That's what I'm calling it because we celebrated and we laughed and we cried, of course, as. So you're preaching your mother's funeral, that can that can be tough. But God gave me strength to do that, and Mike Schrode did a wonderful job. Mike is co-founder of Love and Action, and my mom actually wanted him to be one of the speakers because she loved Mike so much. And then Brother Randy Adams, pastor of Calvary Assembly of God in Clio, he did a wonderful job opening up the services and really setting the tone of a celebration. And I, I can't, thank him enough for, for doing that. I'm not just going to talk about my mother today, I, and I, I'm going to because I want to share her example of how she lived her life to encourage you to live your life for Christ, live your life filled with his love, but also want to encourage those who may have recently lost a mother or a father or somebody close to them that God is with you. God wants to comfort you. God wants to pour out his love, grace, and mercy upon your life and just give you some encouragement this morning. So let me start out with saying God is awesome. (laughs) He is so faithful. My mom had dementia and she just went through a couple of procedures recently because of a big kidney stone. And I just knew that was going to take a toll on her little 98 pound body. And it did ended up as her her heart just gave out she she went into cardiac arrest and I'm so thankful I was there with her and I uh, was able to at least bring some comfort to her as she was going through that and I can't thank my nephew Kobe Reed enough for jumping over the paramedics to get to me to comfort me when all that was going on so you see how God works to bring comfort in our lives he just does because he loves us so much and while me and my brother and sister and our family uh, my wife Martha was so close to Mama. Uh, While well, we hurt, it, it hurts because she's not here. But we're so thankful because we know she's with Jesus and she's healed. She received the ultimate healing. Her mind is right again. Her body is strong again, and she is dancing with Jesus in heaven. There's no doubt about that. So we rejoice in that. That she on January twenty sixth, she left this earth and she went straight to heaven and saw Jesus face to face. And you know, how do I know that? Because the word of God shows us that it is like a great example is when Jesus was on the cross and one of the criminals who were on the cross, he told Jesus, remember me when you come into your kingdom. And Jesus said, today you will be with me in paradise. He didn't say in a few days or years from now, he said today. So when that criminal who gave his life to Jesus, received forgiveness of sin, when he died, he went straight to heaven and no doubt saw Jesus face-to-face there as well. And so that's what happened to my mother. And that's what happens when we're a believer in Jesus. We're living for him. We've confessed him as our Savior and Lord. We trust in him. We've received his forgiveness. So when our time on earth is over, then we go to be with Jesus. And that's what's so comforting. When you have a loved one you know is saved, And you know they're in heaven. And if you're saved, you know you will see them again. And my mom, she lived for the Lord for many years. She was 87 years old. And when she was 11, she gave her life to Jesus. And I found a baptism certificate of hers when she was baptized on July 12, 1946. That was just before her 12th birthday, which happens on July 24th. So for 76 of her 87 years, she followed and served Jesus, and oh wow, did she ever serve and follow Jesus. She lived it, and I just praise God for a mother who lived for Christ. My dad did two, two awesome examples for me and my brother and sister. 1 John 4, 8 tells us that God is love, and my mother was filled with love, so much of God's love that whoever she met, she loved them, and you can ask anybody who ever met my mom, and they said, Yes, she was filled with love. I mean, we kept hearing one story after another, but I heard that way before she left this earth, that she was just filled with so much love, and people loved to be around her because of her love for them. Nobody can love like that unless you are filled with God, and she was. And so his love was flowing through her to others, and it's all because of Jesus, God's greatest gift to humanity because it's only through Jesus can we be saved? The only way we can come to the Father, he bridged that gap for us, brought us back to the Father, back to that relationship that God originally created with Adam and Eve and then sin separated mankind. But Jesus brings us back and only through Jesus can we receive forgiveness of sin and eternal life in heaven. And that's what my mom had. And I I have that too. I know Jesus is my Savior and my Lord. I've given my life to him And I know one day I'll see him face to face, and I can't wait. Can't wait for that day. And life is but a vapor, as the Bible says, and it does go by quickly. And we never know when our day is that we're going to be called home. So we need to be ready. Are you ready? Are you ready to meet Jesus? Is he your Savior? Is he your Lord? If not, I encourage you. I pray that today is your day that you call out on him and put your trust and hope and faith in him, and he will forgive you, and he will give you eternal life. You know, my mom, she led many people to Jesus, but not only with words. Her big way of sharing the gospel was through her actions, and she was big on living out this life for Jesus and letting her actions speak louder than her words. My mom had a saying that it was kind of a tongue twister that she she loved to say, and many people heard her say this over the years. She would always say, a walk walks and a talk talks, but a walk talks louder then a talk talks. <laughs> Try to say that fast one time. What she was saying is that our actions are going to speak louder than words. And she was right. Because I could tell you all day long that, yeah, I'm a Christian, but I don't act like it. Then you're going to say, mm, but that's not, being a Christian isn't too good. But if I'm confessing that I'm a Christian, I'm a believer, then I need to live like that. And my mother showed us how to do that. Her walk talked very loudly of a Savior who loved us all so much that he gave his life for our sins. Jesus was our substitute on the cross and took our punishment so we can have eternal life. And she believed in Jesus, and she wanted everyone else to as well. A couple of days before Mama went home to heaven, I was sitting with her in her kitchen, and I was reading to her from the book of Psalms, and she was looking out her window, her kitchen window, the blinds were open, the birds were at the bird feeder, and she could see the trees. And she was listening to the word of God. And she asked me, how can people not believe in God? You see, even dementia could not steal her love of God from her. She was still thinking about God and still saying, why don't people believe in him? Why? How can they not believe in God who created everything that I'm looking at right now? and God showed me different things throughout her battle with dementia and especially the last 2 weeks where i just put my life on hold and took care of her with my sister and my niece and nephew and just the family just all came together and and it was just it was beautiful seeing a family come together and we we have a great family and i praise God for it but in those trying times those tough times when family comes together uh, it's it's just awesome, and it's such a great support. And I know my mom felt all that love as well. But today, I know mom is in heaven because she put her faith and trust in Jesus, and she lived for him. The Gospel of John, chapter fourteen, verse six, Jesus says, "I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me." Mama knew that. She believed that. She lived that. And then Jesus also says in the Gospel of John, chapter fourteen, verses one through three. Let not your hearts be troubled. Believe in God, believe also in me. In my Father's house are many rooms. If it were not so, would I have told you that I go to prepare a place for you? And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and take you to myself, that where I am you may be also. And you know the way to where I am going. Mama knew the way, Jesus Christ, the only way. Do you know the way? Have you put your faith in Jesus I encourage you again today to call out on the name of the Lord Jesus Christ and be saved. The Word of God tells us in Romans chapter 10, verse 13, that all who call on the name of the Lord shall be saved. In verse 9 of that same chapter, we read that if we confess that Jesus is our Lord and we believe that God raised him from the dead, we shall be saved. Believe, trust, put your faith in him, let him come into your life, and show you what real love is all about. We're going to share some examples of how someone can love people so much that they'll come to Jesus. And that example, of course, is going to be my mom. And she had so much love in her. She loved my daddy so much. Her husband of 38 years, and she loved him so much and supported him in everything that he did. Uh, During my life, he ran hotels, um, Uh, Holiday Inn, back when they had innkeepers, basically a a GM position now. Uh, He ran restaurants. He was manager of, if you are as old as I am, you remember Bonanza Restaurants. And he ran many of those, and she just supported him in everything that he did and just loved him so much. He went home to be with Jesus back in 1997. So I know he was waiting for her to come to heaven and probably ask her, what took you so long to get here? But she loved them so much. And she loved us kids. Oh, man, she just poured out her love on us. And all three of us are born again believers. The big reason is because of my mom and my dad. They just worked so well together. But my mom just loved us so much. And she'd do anything for us. She was always supporting us. I don't think she ever missed a band concert or a Friday night high school football halftime band performance that my brother and sister were in. I know she didn't miss any of my t-ball games, and she didn't miss any of my basketball games. She didn't miss any of my soccer games. As a matter of fact, my first year in college, I played soccer, and for every home game, she would make sure that she could get off work, get out of school, because she was teaching early enough that she can make it, it was about a 30, 40-minute drive, make it to our home game so she could be there to cheer me and my teammates along. And throughout our lives, we, we had to share our mom with their friends. (laughs) I remember when I was uh, probably, it was third or fourth grade playing soccer in Williamsburg, Virginia. There was a teammate and his parents uh, weren't at the game and I don't think they came too often. And he went up to my mom and he asked her, would you cheer for me today? And man did she ever cheer for that that young young fella. She cheered for him just as loudly as she cheered for her own son. So again, she's just pouring out love on people. And that makes such a huge difference when we do that. And again, that's the love of Jesus flowing through her into others. And we we all need to do that. We all need to let Jesus love us and then love through us. And she was always there for every victory in life. She celebrated with us every victory, whether it was a marriage, whether it was a graduation, whether it was a winning basketball game, whatever, whatever happened in life that was to be celebrated, she celebrated. And in the tough times, when we were hurting, she was there to take care of us and just love on us. And she was even taking care of us after she went home to heaven. Because a number of years ago, she wrote me a note and it started off with, Ken, I'm writing you about information you will need one day. And it was instructions on what to do when she dies. She told me where everything was at, everything I needed to do. And she even wrote out what she wanted at her funeral. And she knew that my sister Donna and my brother Mickey and I would be uh, going through our toughest time in life because she knew how much we loved her. And she wanted to take that burden off of us, so she planned it all out and it it did help <laughs> it helped tremendously uh but you know she was even loving us knowing that when she leaves that she she was going to plan it all out for us so we wouldn't have that on us and it was a beautiful service it really was and she picked out the songs and she wanted Mike Schrodes to preach and she wanted me to preach and she, there was a poem she wanted, me, wanted us to read, and I, I read it at Graveside, and it was just, it was just beautiful. So she did, a, she did a wonderful job planning out her own funeral, and we just celebrated her life. But she also poured out love in people's lives, including my friends, especially teenagers. You know those teenage years are tough. And I had one example. I had a, a good friend lived down the street from us in Fredericksburg, Virginia, and he didn't have a good home life. So he was at our house a lot. And neighbors would tell my mom, why do you let Ken hang out with him? Why do you let him play basketball with him? that guy? It's nothing but trouble. Well, my mom looked at him through the eyes of Jesus, and she loved him with the love of Jesus. You know, that teenager grew up, joined the Air Force. Then he went to the University of Florida Medical School and got his degree there. He became a PA, could have became a doctor. But he just wanted to just be a PA and, and keep going that way. He did a lot of cancer research. He wrote papers on research. And he retired at age 50. And he still comes up to Love and Action to work our clinic once a month. And, again, mama's love was poured out on him. And he never has forget it and never will forget it. And he loves Jesus today. And a big reason is how my mom and my dad loved him and showed him love. And I had another friend who his mom kicked him out of the house. And so he was a teenager with nowhere to go. So guess who took him in? My mom and dad. (laughs) They took him in and and showed love, the love of God to, to him as well. And my brother and sister and I, we saw that time and time again of how they just poured out love on people. And. How can you do that? Well, through Jesus, through the love of Jesus that was in them, both they could just pour out that love into others, and it changes people's lives when they experience true love. And, again, that's love in action. That's why it's called love in action because love is an action, and we put the love of Christ into action. And when people experience true love, it's life-changing. And my mom poured out her love to her grandchildren, of course, Grandchildren are always special, aren't they? But she had grandchildren, great-grandchildren. I remember summers when my sister's boys and my brother's son and daughter, every summer all five of them would stay at Mama's house for a month, and she would have just a big time. I don't know who had more fun, her or them, but they would be outside playing, playing basketball. She'd be out there throwing the baseball with them, just having a big old time. She'd bring them in and teach them about cooking cooking, uh, different foods like cookies, and she'd take them to blue springs and to landmark park and just summers were filled with her and those kids just having a blast and not just those children but their friends because my sister lives in Ozark and so her her boys had a lot of friends, and they would come over, and even during school, not during, not even just during the summer, but even during the school year, some would ride the bus home with James and Brett and Kobe, and they could get off the bus there, and Mama would be so happy, and and she'd take she'd feed them and make sure they had cookies and cake, of course, and just poured out her love in their lives, and they were calling my nephews this weekend and just saying, you know what, your, your grandmother just really touched our lives so much back in those days, and and we remember it, and I'm sorry that she's gone now. But again, the love of Christ just touched their lives. And so when we let his love flow through us like that, then lives are going to be touched. And I remember, Mom, so many times, so many examples that I can share, but we definitely don't have time to go through through all those examples. But again, another example I want to share just to show you that the love of Christ flowing through us can change lives. There was one fella who was at work release, and back in, in the early years of this ministry, we had Celebrate Recovery. So we would bring men and women from work release to do that and to share the, the gospel with them and, and to get in small groups and, and, and work through issues. And there's one fella he would tell you point blank, the only reason why he was there was to eat and to get out of CCO. And he didn't want to hear anything about Jesus, or he was just mean, just a mean, mean guy. You've met people like that, I'm sure. But Mama just hugged him and just poured out love in his life. And we all loved him, but nobody could hug him like Mom because, you know, a lot of people hadn't received a hug from, from their mom in years, and some didn't receive any at all. And her hugs started melting that heart of stone that that gentleman had and he started softening up from the inside out and by the time he ended his time at cco uh, work release he'd, he'd been saved he'd come to christ and just nice i mean his whole countenance changed and he was a nice guy people liked to be around him and the last night he was there he raised his hand and said i'd like to share something and that wasn't common for him to do and I said, please do and, and he just talked about, you know, thanking thanking all of us for loving on him and especially Mama Tuck and how her hugs and her love just meant so much to him. And there was a life changed and I praise God for that. But mom didn't just love on people here in the Wiregrass. She went everywhere we went, including the Philippines. And she shared the gospel of Jesus Christ in the Philippines. She loved on countless number of children. We would have children fairs, and uh, she was she was in her element because she loved children. Being a teacher for thirty nine years, she enjoyed each each and every one of those years as well. Uh, well, okay, except for fifth grade, she really didn't like fifth grade, but other than that, but she loved the children, and she just poured out her love uh, there in the Philippines as well, and even on a trip to New York, uh, there's a was a homeless gentleman there, and it's a, it's a wonderful story of a life changed and. Uh, We've been in contact ever since those years, and that's been almost 20 years ago. He wrote a a post on Facebook when he found out that mama had gone to heaven, and I want to read that because it really sums up how loving somebody with the love of Christ can change their lives. So I'm just going to read this, and his name is Benjamin, and he wrote, Remembering my mama, it is 4 a.m., and I cannot sleep. Yesterday evening... I learned that a very dear and precious lady named Susie Tuck, whom I called Mama, went on to be with the Lord. While I am happy because I know she is now with our Savior and wouldn't return if she could, I'm quite saddened that I was not able to see her as I intended these past three years since COVID hit our country. I first met Mama in Brooklyn, New York on my 40th birthday as a homeless man struggling with addiction, and on that very day I was planning to commit suicide. After almost throwing myself into oncoming traffic, I found myself confused about my eternal standing with God if I did carry out the act of taking my own life. So I went to a nearby church, Sunset Park Community Church, where I knew they fed the homeless, and that is where I first encountered Love in Action International Ministries and Mama. I will not tell the whole story as my focus is on Mama, but I will tell you this. God visited me for my birthday through Love in Action, But where Mama was concerned, she asked me, can I give you a hug? And on that day, Miss Susie Tuck became my Mama. Her son Ken and his wife Martha became my spiritual big brother and sister. That's how I saw them. I would stay in contact with them through the years, and especially with Mama. Through the years, Mama and I had countless phone conversations where she would always tell me how much she loved me as her own and reassured me of my worth and value and reminded me of all my gifts and talents. This was healing balm to my soul as I was raised in the foster care system and didn't receive this motherly nurture growing up. Mama, you always said you would love me as your own and that I should never forget that. I never will, Mama. I never will. God gave us to each other, and I cannot wait to hug you again. And as I would say, I love you too, Mama. Susie Tuck truly had enough love for every soul she encountered, and countless lives have been touched by her love. So very many souls knew her as Mama. She was the most energetic, lively, warm, sweet, loving soul. And boy, could she cook. I've never eaten more healthy food than hers in all my life. See you soon, Mama. See you soon. Again, that's just an awesome testimony of how if you show somebody the love of Christ, a life has changed. Just like this former, now former homeless man in New York City who now loves Jesus, not homeless anymore, and is living for Christ today. So we can do the same thing. We can love people with the love of Christ just like my mother did. And I want to encourage you, again, if you don't know Jesus as your Lord and Savior, I encourage you to make today today. Because the simple fact of the matter is one day we're all going to die. We don't know when, but that day will come. And where will we go? Whether it's one or two places. If we don't, give our lives to Jesus and don't live for him here on earth, then hell is our destination. And that's eternal separation from God and eternal separation from any loved ones who have gone on to be with Jesus in heaven, never to see any of of them again, and torment and punishment for all eternity. Jesus talks a whole lot about that. But if we give our lives to Jesus here and now, there's no second chance. We have to do it now in our lives here on earth. If we give our lives to him now, we live for him now, then when we die, we will go be with him forever and ever and ever in heaven, and with all of our loved ones who have trusted in him as well, and we'll be together forever. So I want to encourage you this morning. Call out to Jesus. Ask him, forgive me, Lord, for my sins. I believe you died on the cross and rose again, and I ask you to forgive me. I ask you to fill me with your spirit and ask you to help me to live for you each and every day. Jesus, you are my Lord, you are my Savior, and I love you. Just pray to Him something like that. And if you need somebody to talk to, you can call Love & Action. Call me here at Love & Action, 334-494-4995. 334-494-4995. Leave a message, please. If the phone isn't answered, the answer machine will. Please leave a message, and I'll call you. Or you can email me at Ken.Tuck at dot tuck at com. So I'd love to give you some next steps. Or if you've got questions about Jesus, about the salvation, I'd love to talk with you or chat with you or email, whatever you're comfortable with. I'd love to talk with you about that. Because nothing more is important than that. And I want to end with this. My mom's favorite scripture was Psalms 121, verses 1 and 2. I lift up my eyes to the hills. From where does my help come? My help comes from the Lord who made heaven and earth. My mom truly lived a life dependent on the Lord. And I just want to encourage you, let's follow Jesus, loving others, telling others, and showing others the love of Jesus. My mom's life was a life well lived for the glory of God. And I encourage each one of us to do that. Let's live this life for Jesus. Let's live a life that's well lived for the glory of our Heavenly Father. And then on the day when we die and go to heaven, we will hear the same words that my mama heard on January 26th. Well done, good and faithful servant. Enter into the joy of your master. I thank you for joining me today. I hope you know Jesus loves you. Remember that throughout this week. Jesus loves you more than I can ever describe to you. But he does. He loves you so much. I pray the Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord cause his face to shine upon you and be gracious unto you.